ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌಘುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನ್ನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಯು ಕೆನ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೀ ಗೌರೀಕರಾಂಬುಜನ್ಯಸ್ತ ಸ್ವರ್ಣಶೈಲಶರಾಸನ ಇಕ್ಷುಹಸ್ತನ್ನರಾರೂಢಂ ನರನಾರೀತನು ಸ್ಮರೆತ್ is the dhyana, as as i explained yesterday this is what is called the dhyana shloka for this and the next anuvaka this one is the fifth one fifth and sixth anuvakas this dhyana shloka and uh, uh, you know that is uh, that is for people who are interested in what interested in uh, karma phala huh. you know people want things and want to use ಭಗವಾನ್ ಆಸ್ ಎ ಆಲ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಇನ್ವೊಕೇಶನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಗೈನಿಂಗ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಯು ನೋ ದಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎನಿ ಆಫ್ ಅಸ್ ರೈಟ್ ವಿ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ವೇ ವೈಲ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೋಸೆಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಆಫ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ದಟ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಟು ವಾಂಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ದ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ಆಫ್ ಒನ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆಸ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ one can help one can be you know one can do both things one can uh, uh, be a mumukshu jignasu in the making and at the same time what and at the same time be also praying for certain things uh, most importantly praying for the obstacles in the way of the knowledge to completely receive so therefore these kinds of you know the dhyana shlokas help and if you don't want anything and if all your desires are fulfilled and there is nothing to want then the dhyana shloka helps to focus the mind and bring it inward more like a antaranga sadhana of just you know focusing the mind and uh, so that way the dhyana shloka is very very helpful to keep uh, to keep chanting and uh, it also helps to unlock the meaning of the um, the meaning of the, uh, the the chapter itself you know this pratipatti the cognition of the meaning the artha of the chapter takes place easier yeah easier than if we had not chanted it so that's why we whenever we can we can chant that so we saw yesterday namo bhavaya you know bhava and i told you yesterday that uh, this is a this is uh, this anuvaka is looking at bhagavan as the the intelligence in the universe that gnana shakti in the universe and pervading the entire universe in the form of various orders and sometimes those orders are contra- uh, contradictory you know like the the that which is still who is that bhagavan okay that which is moving who is that okay so any question i ask the answer is bhagavan okay yeah. 
So that which has hair, that which doesn't have hair, Bhagavan. So this is how you have to see and then purposely the, you will see in the course of this Anuvaka a lot of things where you know opposite qualities are juxtaposed at the same time because in our minds one is Bhagavan and one is not and so here all that has to be you know dispelled and all and, and one has to be you know one has to be with the with the main program of the Sri Rudram that all that is here is one and it is not separate from myself. So that is what the thing is. And I also told you that in addition to unfolding Bhagavan as what is called Nimitta Karana. Nimitta Karana means the intelligence, the knowledge behind all creation. And that knowledge has pervaded the creation. It's not that it has given the knowledge and stayed back. That knowledge is there in every part of the creation. Like if we look at the flower, and there is no such thing as flower. All there is is knowledge, you know. What is flower? When you say flower is, you cannot but help see flower knowledge is. That's what it is. Flower is means flower knowledge is. Because when we look at the flower, we have a lot of questions, you know. We have so many questions. Since they are conveniently here, I'm going to do some show and tell. So, and uh, so if we look at the flower, then we say, okay, what is this, you know? It is? Chrysanthemum, we, we, we know that much, we know a few things. You know, this is chrysanthemum. Why it is mum? Why is it not dad? Well, you know, that's what the name was, <laughs> chrysanthemum. And what is this? This is also chrysanthemum. Then this looks different than this. Why? You know, and one is mum on the subject. One doesn't know. <laughs> ah. And if you are a botanist and if you have done some research, you say, well, that's because it grows in a certain way and what. Then you ask that person, why does it grow in a certain way? Again, you know, mom, yeah. <laughs> it's all, you know, every, so, you know, the knowledge is very finite, correct? Our knowledge is very finite. We cannot say why this color is like this and why sometimes it comes in white color and then in purple color and in various shades of yellow color. Why does it, you know, why does not some other flower come in the same color? And why the petals are so small? Oh, that is to attract the bees or, you know, some, no, some answer will be given. And then you say, well, the rose also attracts bees, but the rose has these well-formed big petals. Why? Mum. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. So, this is, this is what we mean by vast, endless, limitless knowledge you know, of which we are just uh, touching as scientists and rishis are just touching the tip of. Because we don't know anything more. We just know enough to get by. And then five years later they'll find something and exciting and then everybody is excited. And then after that what? Then that is, you know, then that is dismissed and that's why by now nobody knows what to eat and what not to eat. Yeah. You know, is this including medicines, you know, you know, vitamins and all these things. At one point they said you have to have vitamin E, without that you have no right to live and <laughs> you must have it, it's heart healthy and vitamin E, 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 E. And then afterwards vitamin E became vitamin Eek, yeah, they had to add a K at the end because it was scary because they found out that the more you take that, the more susceptible you are to heart attacks. So what to do with this, this knowledge? That's why it keeps changing because these are, you know, 
billions of limited minds are trying to fathom into this 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 all knowledge universe the whole universe is knowledge there are no things in it there is only knowledge which manifests as a thing because i don't have the wherewithal to see the pattern i mean i see a little bit of the pattern and uh, you know that's why the scientists are very excited they get very ecstatic and like archimedes you know all he did was you know jump into a tub of water to take a bath and then he saw that he had displaced some water his body weight which the, the mass of the body had displaced some water and immediately he you know a non event for most people but he just got so excited he just got so excited he said oh i have discovered something and ran through the streets of athens to share this discovery you know while giving a free show because he was just in his ecstasy you know he forgot to wear clothes and uh, he just ran like a madman giving you know giving his uh, uh, excitement giving vent to his excitement and that itself shows that when he discovered this he, he just forgot about himself there was no he there was no archimedes the man who you know who has a reputation to uphold in the society nothing he was one with bhagavan so that's why every scientist you know looking into this order becomes very very delighted and that delight is that ananda alone nothing that ananda of oneness is what is you know what is understood in that moment and uh, and so therefore this whole anuvaka will unfold in this way you know reconciling what we often think are opposite things which make no sense but those opposites coexist because to just to uh, drive home the the fact that bhagavan is that which is beyond all opposites yeah so this way uh, you know uh, and then in addition to this the second topic that was briefly touched upon yesterday was the five fold functions of bhagavan what are they sudden saturday morning quiz srishti sthiti laya you know and uh, you know and then bandha and then what moksha oh, you came at an opportune time just as i said the word moksha you walked in yeah significant so bandha and moksha you know these are the, and and usually they they don't look at these two functions srishti sthiti laya everybody knows you know embodied in how brahma vishnu and maheshwara everybody knows this but then this bandha karta we saw in detail yesterday thank god we can blame somebody for our bondage who shall we blame are i told you the answer to anything that i are still wake up yeah who shall we blame bhagavan and then you know then who is the cause of moksha bhagavan yes because this is what it is in the hindu tradition you can uh, you know you can fight with bhagavan and this is what rudram is all about you can fight with bhagavan you can say keep those arrows away don't direct them at me <laughs> and then you can say what a stupid idea you had for this universe and for my head why did you put agnyanam in in my head you know 
and bhagavan will just smile and continue to show abhaya hasta don't fear i am here i can fix it don't worry <laughs> you know come to me i will fix it and uh, leave that fellow what is that the fellow that is fighting with me at the foot that's why at lord dakshinamurthy's foot and nataraja's foot what is there yeah the inner child yeah apasmara he who haunts by memory yeah by wrong memories and wrong understanding about the self so the one that fights the one that is querulous the one that complains the one that is you know doesn't like itself filled with offensive and defensive mechanisms symbolized by the chaku and the shield shield is i didn't do anything wrong east or west i am the best and then if anybody says anything i will attack so the attack and the deflection of criticism this is a this is a human you know universal human tendency that keeps one away from bhagavan and keeps you know and keeps one away from the truth of oneself as the lord and so therefore what those and so bhagavan points to his feet and says there is lots of room here there is only one collective inner child and then so there is lots of room for all the inner children you 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 put them there and i will i will say heel pun intended h e e l literally my foot is on it and h e a l as well and then you are free to pursue the knowledge without the ragadveshas coming in the way when the ragadveshas come in the way then the person you know is not open to this uh, the to the teaching and so that's why he is moksha karaka because he gives the bhagavan gives the way to moksha because moksha is already you it's not that he dispenses moksha you know like you have a lotion dispenser you press on top and little bit comes out no he doesn't dispense it it is your own swarupa from which you have been become alienated and so he shows you the way of coming back to the truth of yourself how by depositing this ragadvesha in the form of this child you know truncated child at the foot and then what else number 1 and number 2 by also having the you know by being free to pursue the knowledge and dakshinamurti shows the knowledge in vsl what is that vedantic sign language yeah <laughs> not asl this is vsl you are the whole you are not other than myself alone and so this is what the this is what the whole thing is the teaching is like this and uh, so namo bhavaya double meaning we saw that bhava means the origin of everything origin of all creation along with the origin of the the special ability that the jiva has to see the creation as samsara ha so first you see the creation and then you see it with a with a distorted view and because the creation you feel is there to serve your ragadveshas and the ragadveshas don't get served correct they don't get served 
and very soon, I mean starting at age two, I mean you see the two-year-old, the two-year-old feels like everybody should be at my, you know, feet. Everybody should serve me, what's wrong with you? I want it and I want it right now. In fact, I wanted it yesterday. But I don't know how to say yesterday because I'm still small. But <laughs> I want it right now. This is what I want and I want it absolutely right now. And why aren't you giving it to, to me? No, we have to do other things. Doesn't matter what you have to do. You know, I'm the most important here. And that, you know, that two-year-old is this inner child who doesn't grow up. It is there. It is very much there. Oh. It is very much there. Even in the 92-year-old, the two-year-old shines. When, when the, when whatever they want is not gotten, oh. and when there is no Vedanta, it shines a little, you know, brighter. <laughs> the two-year-old. So this is what the whole thing is. And so the creation is benign. It is benevolent. It is beautiful. It is Bhagavan. It's all knowledge. So you start seeing the creation first as Bhagavan, then as all knowledge, Satyam, Jnana, Manantam, and then as, as yourself, as an extension of yourself. This is the teaching. But, you know, in the absence of this teaching, what happens? The creation starts to look like, you know, that something is wrong with it. Why is something wrong with the Jagat? Because it's not serving me. Same two-year-old thinking. I'm not getting what I want. And as though that was not bad enough, I'm getting only the things that I don't want. <laughs> I'm not getting what I want, okay, I can live with that. I can try harder, I can do different things. But what I don't want only keeps coming. You know, this is what the whole thing is. Whatever I want, doesn't come. What I don't want, comes. And so, this is, this is the, this is what makes Jagat into Bhava. Bhava means samsara. Samsara means a subjective view of the benign Ishvara made Jagat. A subjective view of the Jagat is called samsara. Therefore, samsara is where? You know, in this special temple, in between these two temples. That is where the, the Jagat is distorted and cognized in a distorted way. And then one comes to all kinds of needless and most of the time wrong conclusions. I am not okay. And so, you know, some people will feel. And some people will feel, I am okay. If somebody else is not okay. In fact, the whole world is not okay. Ah. Yeah, we all know people like that. And so, <laughs> whole world is not okay. I am okay. What's wrong with you? You know. And sometimes, you know, one is a little more accommodative. I am okay. And my family is okay. But then, the rest of the world, we are always fighting against. So, it's us against them. Yeah. This is not a way to, what a sad way to lead life. Think about it. So sad to lead life like this. And what a waste of time. Waste of one life. Us against them, us against them, us against them. You know? And uh, this is what it is. And uh, you know, it's just like all other uh, uh, prakrita things in the universe, nature made things. Like, uh, what is that? Hyena and lion and mongoose. 
you know, in America nobody knows what mongoose is, but in India we know that, you know, mongoose and that uh, snake, you know, not rope snake, real snake. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So, this is, you know, all this, you know, this is, these are all always fighting, you know, always fighting. Everything has its, uh, uh, what is that, kind of an opposite, you know, predator and prey, opposites. And then uh, everything is fighting with everything else, this is the Jagat. And uh, the Jagat, you know, it, it is teaching us something, is teaching us as human beings, you know, what's that, equipped with the awareness, equipped with a consciousness that is not just, you know, animalistic. There are animalistic tendencies. Bestial tendencies abide very nicely in the human being, but, you know, the ability to override those bestial tendencies and bring out that which everyone wants to be, more accommodative, more compassionate, more reaching out, more aware and, you know, leaving behind some legacy that is worth leaving behind rather than a pile of landfill styrofoam is what one wants to do. That is what one wants to do when there is an innate desire to grow spiritually, which the animal doesn't have, you know. That's why the animal is called tiriyak, it grows sideways. <laughs> it doesn't even grow, you know, tall, unless it's a giraffe, of course. You can't call giraffe tiriyak, yeah. Other than giraffe, all other animals are called tiriyang, tiriyak, because they grow sideways. Human being also grows physically, you know, small baby and then what? And then slightly bigger baby, big baby and then what? <laughs> and then perhaps, you know, one learns Vedanta and becomes a bada mahatma, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, possible, you, can, you know, human being also that, that growth takes place. This is called six-fold growth, shat vikara and what is that, jayate. Asti, Jayate is born, Asti survives birth because that's a big thing. You know, that's why the first birthday we celebrate with great aplomb because it has survived that crucial uh, year, the child has survived this. Because it's so small, vulnerable, anything can happen. And so, and then Asti, then Vardhate, now that it has survived birth, it continues to grow. Oh, all this sounds wonderful. Viparinamate blossoms, becomes capable of reproducing and having its own, you know, having its own progeny. Fantastic. Up till here it's good. After that what? Apakshiyate. Apakshiyate. Just like it sounds. Starts to deteriorate. It starts innocently enough. Sudden backache. And then it goes. Then you say, oh, thank God it's gone. Three days later, it says, I am back. And, <laughs> and then before you know it, it is chronic. Huh. And then, you know, by the time one is 50, more and more chronic things, yeah. In fact, all the health conditions are competing with Atma to be permanent. Huh. Yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. And then after one is 30, you know, you go to for, a, you know, 30, 35, they say, oh, I think you should take up, the doctor will say, annual checkup. I think one multivitamin you should take, start taking. Oh, one multivitamin, okay, I can take. 
one pill a day, you know, keeps the doctor away. So people start taking one pill and then after that what? Then more and more and more. So by the time one is fifty, half the food is pills and the other half is rice and dal. And then, you know, at seventy, three-fourths of the food is pills and then little bit of whatever we call food. And then at ninety, if one is lucky enough to see the ninetieth birthday, then what? Ninety percent pills. Yeah. None of them work, but still people keep taking. <laughs> None of them work, people still keep taking. But really what does one need? One needs only one pill. It is chill pill. That's all. Yeah. That's all you need. You need to relax about this. But this is how the whole thing is. This is what is called apakshiyate. So the kshara takes place, the deterioration of the body will take place. You know, people feel bad. People come and tell me, you know, until yesterday I was okay, today I am having high BP. Then I ask them, how do you know? Because today morning I went to the doctor, evening I have come to see you. So then, did you measure yesterday? No, but I was alright. How do you know you were alright? You, know, you didn't measure. So now, now that I have hypertension, that means I must have done something bad in my last life because this is, you know, you only said. And people say all kinds of things I, I you know, I have said, you know. <laughs> And they'll add one only after that. You only said that disease comes because of karma. Yes, I said that. So what karma have I done? Tell me right now. You know. So, <laughs> disease comes because of karma. Yes. But, you know, birth is also because of karma. And birth includes death. Ah, birth includes death. Jatasya hidruvo mrityuhu. You know, evening class material. And <laughs> Dhruvam janmam Aparihararthe Because you cannot change this. Natvam shochitum arhasi There is no grief involved here because this is Apariharya. You cannot change this. You know, birth includes death. Because how one is going to meet the death, when one is going to meet the death, which diseases are going to slowly come and take over, is all already programmed as soon as the birth is, you know, set in motion. Death is also set into motion. So then, at age 55, you know, after checking the BP and seeing it climbing, then you wonder what karma, I mean, the whole life has been just a karmic unfoldment. Not this one incident of, you know, landing up in the hospital or whatever it is. This is what we have to see. You know, oh, what did I do to be, you know, to have this? You know, that is because the human being, you know, we should all, everyone should change their last names to Mishra. Why? Everyone is a Mishra ji. You know, Mishra is a last name in uh, North India. Hmm. Why Mishra? Little bit of Punya, little bit of Papa. Ah! That's what, mix up. That's why the human being's head is also mixed up. Because this <laughs> Papa Punya is not understood. Birth itself is because of this Mishra, Papa Punya. And if you had only punya, you would not be here. 
you would be in Brahma Loka or some other Loka, you know, waving to the rest of us. Yeah. You would not be here. If you are born in this Loka, in the, in the world, that means what? Little bit of Papa, little bit of Punya. And then what? There's, therefore, we need a little bit of Moksha <laughs> as an antidote. So this Papa Punya combination is such that it just, it's like a prarabdha, it's like a suitcase, very full suitcase, divided into two, two compartments. Oh, for shirt and pants? No, 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 Papa Punya. And then it is locked. And you are searching for the key. You know, you keep searching for the key, but it's not there. It's a combination lock. And even the secret number which opens the suitcase is not there. So you don't know what's in it. That's why you go to the psychic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people do. Please tell me what's going to happen, you know. And I want to know. I want to find out. And some people may have some skills, I don't know, you know. Psychic means they just, you know, they read your mind. And uh, they have some ability to read your mind. And you know how to read your own mind, don't you? Yeah. And you know the kind of thoughts you have, correct? And in fact, they are so boring and so conflicted and so torturous that you want to get away from your own thoughts. Yeah. Then why would you want to read somebody else's mind? You know, really, I have never understood that. Better to be a sidekick than a psychic. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say on the matter. Why did the side, uh, psychic come into the picture? Yeah, the suitcase. So, that is the Sangati here. So, this suitcase, which is a secret, you know, combination lock, only Chitra Guptaji knows. Hmm. Original Guptaji, who holds the, who holds the unfolding of the Prarabdha of this Mishraji. Yeah. That's all. Only he knows. Chitragupta is Bhagavan in the form of the Karma Phala Data. He is very popular as the Adhishthana Devata, Kula Devata, for, you know, that for many families. These, uh, these Srivastavas, they, they, for them, it is their, uh, you know, Ishta Devata. Only Chitragupta they will uh, pray to. Clever they are because they know where to go. <laughs> How to invoke Bhagavan also we should know. So many things we have to learn. So Guptaji is holding the future of Mishraji in his, <laughs> in his paws and he will not give. That's why it's called Chitra Gupta. Chitra is your karma. Vichitra, you know, <laughs> strange, colorful, unfolding. And his name is Gupta, why? Secret. Uh, no one knows, even you don't know. Only thing is, once in a while the suitcase opens, something spits out and then you have to eat that. Whatever comes out, you have to eat. You cannot say, I don't like this, you know. It's already there, you have to experience it. Prarabdham ihatu bhujyatam This is what the whole thing is. Prarabdham ihatu bhujyatam Sadhana panchakam of Adi Shankaracharya. What to do with prarabdha? You know, sit and eat it. Yeah. 
make put some music on and <laughs> light some candles yeah because you don't like what's on your plate so make it a little you know more palatable light some candles put some nice music and then you know take bhagavan's name eat it that's what it is and learn to enjoy it yeah and then what a sanyasi is called is 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 called by adi shankaracharya as someone who is you know prarabdhaya samarpitam vapuhu yasya this is from another panchakam manisha panchakam so prarabdhaya samarpitam vapuhu so the person who has dedicated or given given to their prarabdha meaning what they are not even lifting a little trinam a blade of grass to change the outcome even though they can and they have the ability to pray to remove something they will not they will just let it be because they know they are not this body and it doesn't matter if you live 5 years extra or do something you know so this is what the whole thing is so the prarabdha comes the prarabdha it's not that the karma is coming suddenly this karma has come no it was already programmed so this papa papa and punya mishra you know came you know has come brought forth this body that i one calls oneself and you know brought forth this name whatever one's name is and one's form whatever that form is and that name and form includes you know includes physical deterioration mental deterioration that's why the only thing you can say about the mind is never mind that's all you can say ah, this is what it is and so therefore you know such a person witnessing the world and witnessing the karmas unfolding within the body mind complex you know has a bitter feeling against bhagavan why did you give me this bhagavan says i did not give you this it's your own karma bhagavan is the first recycler i have recycled that karma and given it back to you gift wrapped that's all it's your own karma how did i get this karma each time you flouted dharma in any human life in the past or in this life itself so then you know you cannot say karma is fatalistic because it is based on your free will the misuse of free will is what has given this karma so instead of sitting and thinking what did i do in my last life and going and seeing a psychic to find out what happened in the last life you know better re- live this life properly that's all it is and so bhava here means the one who ties up you know the mind in this these kinds of useless you know thoughts this is bhava bhavaya namaha tasmay namaha the one who manifests in my subjective vision as the cause of all my pains and sorrows namaha and then what the same one he himself has turned now into rudra rudraya namaha who is rudra thank you bhagavan yeah first makes you cry pinches you nicely karma phala you know and directs a few arrows and then what and then gives you know send some ointment and a hanky to wipe your tears yeah so rudra here the next one is mokshakaraka the one who gives moksha how does bhagavan give moksha bhagavan cannot give moksha because moksha is already your swarupa then how does bhagavan give moksha bhagavan gives moksha by 
sending you to a teacher and it is up to you to then go to the teacher and ask for the knowledge and then you know gain the freedom within yourself so that is that is how you know bhagavan will do bhagavan will, that's why bhagavan manifested himself as a teacher for sanakadi munayaha for the sanaka sanandana sanat kumara and sanat sujata so he he uh, manifested as the teacher and then now those four became teachers and then they taught others and then they became teachers and so like this we have an unending parampara guru parampara lineage of teachers and so we go to we find a sound lineage what is a sound lineage a lineage that makes sound no <laughs> yeah in sanskrit you can you know uh, what should i say parse the compound in this way also so it's not a lineage that makes sound it's a lineage that is you know does not distort the message of the vedas and the upanishad huh. sound sleep you can uh, parse the compound like that a sleep that makes sound yeah <laughs> so like this you know you you know so you go to the person who is studied properly from their teacher and who is able to teach you don't go to a mauni baba and say please adhihi bhagavo brahma i will just shake his head that's all and sometimes this is what this is all prarabdha one has to be very careful because it can teach you know one goes to the heart is given away to a person who cannot teach or who does not want to teach and there is a emotional involvement this is my guru i can't change the guru and all these things and everything and so then the person you know becomes vanchita Uh, becomes you know bereft of the knowledge and so therefore this is very important here rudra means the one who comforts comfort see you can comfort in many ways you can say i'm so sorry you have high blood pressure here take a pill you can, you know um, why don't you meditate a little bit why don't you take a walk all these things you can say those are all comforting upayas upayas means remedies but the best comfort is to know that you are not this body that about which you are grieving so much you are not this body at all so what's the point you know and so that's the best comfort and so rudra here is moksha karaka and then we have namash sharvaya sharva here means the one who uh, dissipates the universe the dissipator of the universe what what uh, translation is given here in the handout sharva yache what is that given sharva oh sharva they don't they haven't even yeah no that's not exactly you know sharva means uh, basically the one who destroys or not destroys the one who uh, resolves the universe unto himself sharva so nama you know namas namo bhavaya cha rudraya cha and here sharva and then pashu pataye pashunam patihi you know there is a saying that for those that don't have anyone to take care of bhagavan is their caretaker and so to all the animals that just live out their prarabdha in the wild bhagavan is their care caretaker 
So this is Pashupati. In Nepal there is this Pashupatinath temple and uh, that is what the whole thing is. So Pashunam Patihi and you find that sometimes in, in uh, recently these kinds of news I have read that uh, two or three incidents that these goats were being carried uh, in, a, in a van and the van stopped and something, you know, the van broke down and the goat escaped. This is in New York and the goat was found, you know, in a park in New York and, uh, you know, goat or sheep, sheep I think, yeah. So the sheep was being taken to the slaughterhouse, goat or sheep and then it was found in the park. It had escaped the truck. Ah, Pashupati. And then usually when such things happen and then we have seen that uh, sometimes a cow hoofs it off from, jumps from the truck uh, several feet because those trucks are very high and then jumps and runs away, gives the person who is driving the van the chase but then there are, you know, 50 other cows inside the truck so he doesn't know whether to run after the runaway or to drive this, the other uh, 49 and then he chooses to drive the other 49, this one is in the wild and then comes and uh, shows up in somebody's backyard, you know, you know, the so-called garden because after they have been through the garden, it's no longer garden, yeah, and they've eaten up everything and then the, you know, animal control is called and then everybody feels like, okay, if they have tried so hard for their freedom, they should not be sent back to the slaughterhouse and let them live out their life and there are certain sanctuaries. So this cow that I am talking about was sent to the sanctuary, the goat also was sent to the sanctuary. Pashupati, yeah. Suddenly that one escaped and Bhagavan said, okay, you tried really hard, <laughs> you know, you will get this. Very beautiful. And so like this, Pashupati, uh, you know, Pashupati also controls, you know, the population of all these dangerous things. Pashunam Patihi, like for example, then the snake will, it is said, will uh, lay, uh, the, the mummy snake will lay about eight eggs. And then after that, she makes an omelette of four eggs because she's tired, you know, and then she eats up her own eggs. This is Pashupati because, you know, these kinds of dangerous uh, uh, creatures who, who, who bite and who are poisonous, naturally their population is taken care of, naturally taken care of. So many of them don't survive, you know, they don't survive. This. So, Jayate, yes, Asti, no, forget Vardhate, you know, Damshate or the Damshati, all these things are not there, you know, and uh, uh, and then, like this, we we have it does you know it doesn't grow up to then become a uh, big threat. So this is all Pashupati. Pashupati also means that the Lord is the caretaker of the inner Pashu of all beings, human beings. I mean, there are bestial tendencies, and the six faces of this bestial tendencies are what. Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Moha, Madha, Matsarya. Kama, all kinds of, you know, wild desires, Krodha. If those desires are not met, what happens? Anger comes and then, delu uh, you know, anger, pride, delusion, jealousy. Uh, what am I missing? 
Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Greed. I already have something but I want more. All these things, these are the tendencies that, uh, that are, uh, you know, that are the bestial tendencies. And generally, as, uh, you know, as civilized human beings, those are kept somewhere in abeyance. They are never gone. They are there. They are the six faces of Shanmukha. You know, the one who has overpowered these tendencies. This is, we have, you know, a manifestation of Bhagavan. And what is that called? Subramanya. And so like this, you know, Bhagavan is not only the, the, the lord of all the patis, of all the pashus, sorry, but also the lord of the inner pashu. And gives you the blessing of always keeping it tied up. Ah. Inner pashu should be tied up and inner pashus should be starved. Yes. You keep feeding the kama, then it will be like fire. Alam navidyate yasya analaha. It will never say enough. You keep feeding the fire, it will never say enough. One forest it swallows, and we've seen this in California recently, in recent years. Then it migrates to the next town, next forest, and it will never say enough. So the kama is like a fire, and so you don't feed the pashu called kama, you don't feed, you starve the pashu called krodha, and the impetus to do all that, to manage the inner beasts, is also Bhagavan. So, the, so that the beasts don't come in the, you know, come in the way of one's understanding. Uh, because as long as these beasts are free to roam about and to create havoc in the jiva's life, then you can kiss the knowledge of the self goodbye. So this is why it is Pashunam Patihi, Pashunam Pataye, Tasmai Namaha. And then, what do we have? What's the next one? Yeah, these two go together. Neela Griva is a Shiti Kantha. Kantha Griva, same neck. So the blue necked one and the white necked one. You know, what is this blue necked one? Huh? Ah, because it has already come before. And I said you cannot take the Puranic story and put it in the Vedas because Puranas came after the Vedas. So you cannot take the whole, you know, what is that, hala hala and therefore blue-throated. That you cannot do. So, you have to say that, you know, we are looking at the uh, Lord not as, you know, Shiva or Vishnu or anyone. We are looking at the Lord as the whole cosmos and so the heaven is the head, we say. Heaven or whatever the worlds that are beyond perception is the head. And so the blue sky is the neck of the Lord. So therefore, blue-throated, the sky. And then white-throated means in the sky there is the diamond called the sun. And so he is wearing a garland of the solar system. All the various Jupiter, Venus, uh, you know, Mars, Earth, everything is, the, the, there are beads, correct? And the sun is the shining pendant. So he's wearing a choker of the solar system and then the blue sky or the space which to us appears blue is his throat and on his throat is visible the shining sun and all the other planets are the beads. The shining sun, the white pendant 
So the blue-throated and simultaneously white-throated. So that is what the whole thing is. So very beautiful imagery. And this, if we look at Bhagavan in this way, we are not tethered to the form. So as we grow in our worship, you know, so one, once, you know, in the, in the beginning, in the, a child growing up in the Hindu tradition is encouraged to get attached to a particular form. You know, and those forms sometimes are inherited and one is free to change that also. And so there are inherited forms based on, you know, whatever one has received, the familial uh, deity or some other, you know, Kula Devata, the village deity, Grama Devatas, all these Devatas are there. And then we have, of course, you know, Vishnu, Shiva, Brahma is not worshipped except in Thailand and in a place called Pushkar in Rajasthan because Brahma is seen as the cause of uh, samsara. That's why, you know, we are a bit miffed with uh, Brahmaji and so we say, all right, <laughs> yeah, no, no flowers for you. The Thai people don't have a problem, so they have Brahma shrines in almost every corner. It's very beautiful. Yeah. And so here, so Vishnu and Shiva and various manifestations of the goddess as Shakti are, you know, so the child is encouraged to get attached to a form and take care of that form. And we see that in the story of Mirabai also. You know, she was, she saw a marriage procession, where is my groom? And a very wise mother gave her this Krishna. Gave her the Krishna, which is still here today. You know, yes, I, I saw it. It is in a, it is in a small place in, uh, in the, uh, what is that? In the maternal home of Mirabai, a palace that is still there in a place called Ghane Rao near Udaipur. And I had gone there and they said, this is that small one, this big wooden murti is there. And so, you know, I asked them, I said, can I take a photograph? And they said, oh, definitely you can take a photograph, no problem. And then uh, I, uh, you know, I went up, uh, I was allowed to go inside the small temple. And they said, uh, you know, um, take the photograph. And they said, okay, you know. The, the queen of that Ghani Rao, I know very well, and so she said, no problem, go in, take the photograph, spend time with him, no problem. So I went in, and then, you know, I said, okay, I've asked her, and uh, I've asked them, but I should also ask the Lord. I said, you know, and uh, I said, can I take a photo? And then he dropped a flower, so I took that as yes, and <laughs> just then he dropped a flower, and I took that as yes. And then, you know, I had a, I said, what is it that you taught me, Rabbi? You know, can you teach me that? That was my question. Can you teach me? Because you, you, you know, you made her great. You, you know, she was such a great bhakta of yours. So, what, did, what is it that you taught her, you know? So, then I just wondered like that. And then I pointed my phone. And then I was going to take the photo. But see, very interesting. When I pointed the phone to see if it was all aligned and it is uh, looking nice, you know, somehow, that camera got flipped and I was looking at myself. That's what he taught. Oh, it was so beautiful. I have it. In fact, I brought the phone today because I had to make a phone call. I'll show you after the class. I'll show you that Krishna. It's just very special. And so, like this, you know, it is a... Yeah, it was just, a, uh, you know, the, so in the children are asked to 
uh, get attached to the form purposely this is how it is and then you are you, and then you you know you have to take care of this like taking care of a, a real live person this is how the worship operates in the hindu tradition did you feed bhagavan I mean, as though he is looking for the four cashews that you are going to keep in front of him <laughs> some raisins and cashews but it is for you that discipline did you feed bhagavan today did you offer him water her water did you change the clothes how long are you going to keep bhagavan in the same clothes change the clothes did you clean the altar or you know crinkly flowers from purva janma are kept there still no the altar is made clean the altar cloth is changed and then the dress is changed you know whenever and then you know the same thing that we do at the temple also you know the prana pratishtha means it's a life entity it has to be taken care of and how much food to give is also there you know you can't feed if if it's a huge deity you can't just give one small banana and say you know pranaya swaha gyanaya swaha udaraya swaha samaraya swaha brahmane swaha ah the pandamudiyade you can't do that depending on that they do all this depending on that in the agama shastra itself is written how, you know how big the deity that much rice has to be given yeah you can't just sort of give one little bread stick and say okay done yeah <laughs> ah all these there are rules and how many times you eat that's how many times bhagwan has to be fed how many times do you eat at least 3 correct yeah not counting the snacks so <laughs> <laughs> so and then you know bhagwan has also to be given and you know this i uh, uh, found out also um, uh, this i came to know Uh, in a very uh, you know very intimate way because uh, the the people in uh, the ashram complained once to pujya swami ji that you know bhagwan has stopped blessing and no nice things are happening all the devatas are coming uh, i mean all the people are coming and doing you know bhakti you know they are they are coming devotees are coming but nothing is happening they are not uh, they don't feel like he is as powerful as before and then pujya swami ji said how much food are you giving him <laughs> and they were just giving a couple of bananas he said no cook a full tray of rice big tray of rice in the ashram kitchen offer it and then give it to the people and then poor poor lord dakshina murthy was very tired because he had been you know he had been a fruitarian for some time and then uh, you know yeah enforced krichra endless <laughs> yeah and then you know finally when the food was increased then the blessing power also this is all mithya okay but because we have done the who has done the prana pratishtha we as devotees have instilled this prana and then we are saying that bhagwan resides here in this murti and we have to make it more paushtika we have to make it more strong nourish it you know um for the and give this give that all these things and then we feel blessed this is all just a a wonderful transference but it's a transference that's encouraged because it's a benign transference and then it's encouraged and so the children are asked to you know say have you fed the lord have you cleaned the altar have you put the flowers oh he is thirsty did you offer water you know 
oh she looks angry we an- anthropomorphize you know and and then you know this is all for us it's not that bhagavan is waiting for that argya padya you know the, all these small small uh, sips of water it's for ourselves to grow into that discipline of having a relation first of all grow into a discipline of taking care of someone else other than yourself living for someone else and then the second discipline here is to have a relationship with bhagavan to make it real and then this is okay as you know and it is okay to do that but as we get into vedanta our worship has also to become a little more subtle and that's why we have to visualize the lord as the whole cosmos the solar system is his choker and the sun is the big shining diamond pendant blue throat throat is the space sky you know so this is what is so this is the next step this is the next step because otherwise what happens you know we are just creatures of habit and then you 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 inherit one devata or you have an ishta devata and one gets very attached to the form very very stuck to the form and people will fight that's why sometimes temple takes long time to build because among the donors some people want you know some people want marble ganesha and then the south indians want what black granite ganesha and then what is the compromise we will have both side by side <laughs> yeah i have seen such temples also ah side by side and then i said what is happening you know the world in black and white you know this is one one uh, and then all the north and then on ganesh chaturthi the day i was giving a lecture there and then before that they they said please come and participate in the puja i said no, no, definitely so sitting in the puja and uh, what a ridiculous sight all the north indians going towards white ganesha and all the south indians going towards black ganesha yeah and then you know and then they are and then there is a north indian priest standing next to the marble ganesha and there is a south indian you know fellow standing next to the you know uh, black ganesha granite ganesha and then you know both of them are just saying their own mantras you know at the simultaneously and uh, you know and then uh, and some of the people they themselves understood once they got their little pujas done they had a little you know basket of fruits flowers whatever then they felt a little guilty then little half namaskar to the other ganesha <laughs> 45 degrees <laughs> Ah, you know, little namaskar, okay, yeah, yeah, you are also the same, why didn't I see this before, okay, never mind, you know, yeah, you, you don't curse me, you know, I, I have just done, I have said hi, don't, don't, <laughs> so this is what, this is what happens, we have to evolve, so this is what, this is why the fourfold bhakti that is uh, given so beautifully in the Bhagavad Gita, fourfold bhakti and what is this fourfold bhakti in the beginning one is a 911 devotee desperate bhagavan on speed dial 911 where are you where are you oh my god oh my god oh my god and then you know and then one becomes a little cleverer you know i will do krichra if you give me this 
Krichra means some fast. If you, you know, and Bhagavan says not so fast. What do you think I am? <laughs> you know? You know, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you, uh, and you go, this is very true in goddess temples. I'll give you a nice sari. As though the, you know, uh, the goddess is waiting for your sari. She says, very, very sari. Your prarabdha is stronger than the sari that you're going to give me. Ah. So, <coughs> all this, you know, this is called artharthi, the one that makes a pact with Bhagavan. And then what do we have? You know, Jignasu Bhakta. The Jignasu Bhakta is, I don't want anything except you. Who are you? And they tell me, the, the, all the Shastras tell me that I am, you know, nothing but you. And so show me that. Show me yourself. I want only you. That is Jignasu. And then finally what? Jnani, who is also a Bhakta. And this is here. Namo Nilagrivaya Cha Shitikanthaya is what? Jnani Bhakta's prayer. This is what we are asked to evolve into. To see the entire cosmos as Bhagavan. And then what? Your Devata is also one more name, one more form. We let go of, you know, attaching ourselves to one particular form and seeing Bhagavan only in that form. It is a little limiting. So, first we grow to, you know, admiring the opposite Ganesha, whether it's white or black, doesn't matter, whichever it is. And then we grow into seeing the whole world as an extension of Ganesha. In every, uh, you know, in every tree, we see the trunk of Ganesha in every trunk of every tree. You know, we see that. And uh, that is, that is the growth here. And so this is, that is why this Anuvaka is special, because we appreciate the knowledge in the universe that knowledge is Bhagavan and the knowledge of the solar system, how the sun is there and the sun is blessing the entire solar system and the solar system is just a mere necklace for Bhagavan means Bhagavan is ruling over the overlord of all the forces, the physical, you know, the, the forces that the physicists talk about, strong force, weak force, gravitational force, electromagnetic force, all these forces are just, you know, the knowledge of Bhagavan. We have to grow to become bhaktas like that. It's okay to worship a form, but we have to grow into seeing that form as just the whole universe. So that's the idea. Nila Grivaya Cha, Shitikanthaya Cha, then? Ah, then these two also go together. Then Kapardine Cha Vyupta Keshaya Cha. So Kapardina means the one who has uh, dreadlocks. Bhagavan has, what is that? Matted dreadlocks. Yeah. Kala Bhairava, you know. That's why it's dreadful, you know, uh, avatara of Bhagavan, little scary, but the dreadlocks are there. Shiva is always associated with uh, dreadlocks. In uh, the form called Dakshinamurti, the dreadlocks are nicely tied up. In the form called Nataraja, they are loose, you know, they are going because he is moving. So the dreadlocks are all, all over the place. So that means what? Kapardina means the one which has hair. So anything that has hair is Bhagavan. Don't visualize, this is not an invitation to visualize Bhagavan with dreadlocks. But anything that has locks is Bhagavan. 
Anything that has hair is Bhagavan. So we start with uh, furry things. You know, small furry things like squirrels, chipmunks, Bhagavan, because they have fur, dogs, cats, Bhagavan, donkeys, you know, everything. The horse has a mane, uh, sorry, the lion has a mane, the horse also has that mane, all that Bhagavan, Bhagavan, Bhagavan. And then even among people, you know, they have hair, Bhagavan, if they don't have hair, then Bhagavan, yeah. And then, and then we have certain animals that don't have hair, correct? This is Vyuptakesha. Vyuptakesha means hairless. So certain reptiles, you know, you don't have, you, you can't pet a crocodile. Why? No fur. Yeah. No fur. You cannot, it's, it's not, these are not, not sort of uh, certain pe- animals, you know, that's how we know they are not supposed to be kept as pets. Yeah. That's how you know, because there's nothing to pet. Pet means basic, uh, what is that? Basic uh, condition is that you should be able to pet it. If you are not able to pet it, it's not, it's not a pet. Snakes, uh, lizards, and then what? Yeah, the, the hedgehogs, porcupines. They are very cute, but you know, they have some, uh, what is that, you know? They have some uh, limitations. And then what else? You know, there are certain things, you, 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 cannot, you cannot really pet them. They are not, you know, they are not pettable. And sometimes animals have hair, like lions, but you cannot go and pet them. And so like this, things that don't have hair, not just human beings, but we are talking of all the animal world, you know, without hair. So, kapardinecha vyuptakeshayacha. And then, next one. Sahasrakshayacha shatadhanvanecha. Yeah. So, yeah. And only a hundred bows, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Shatadhanvan, a hundred bows but a thousand eyes. This is common. Sahasrashirsha purushaha, sahasrakshas, sahasrapath. Thousand doesn't mean that you count 998, 999, 1000. Thousand means thousands. You have to put an S after it. Yeah. This is a plural because you are just saying thousand. It means thousands and thousands. It's not just one thousand. That, that much we have to understand. Thousands and thousands of eyes, meaning you cannot do anything without Bhagavan knowing. <laughs> That's the idea. Huh. He, is, is, he is the one who is the, um, in the form of the laws of the universe, he sees the laws and he sees everything that's going on. He is the overseer of all the laws. And through thousands of eyes, simultaneously, because if just one pair of eyes means he sees what is going on in one place and not in another place, you know. So this way Bhagavan is all eyes, all eyes. Everywhere you go, it's, you know, nothing is outside of Bhagavan. That's why, you know, Bhagavan here, Brahman, yes, you can say, and then you try, that's why a very important form of meditation can be to go away from Bhagavan. Can you try and go away from Bhagavan? No. And then you try to think some thoughts which are not Bhagavan, that is also Bhagavan. You know, I'm going to think of a hairless creature, Vyuptakeshaya Janamaha, Bhagavan. I'm going to think of a furry creature, Bhagavan. I am going to think of the sun, Bhagavan. I am going to think of the moon, Bhagavan. 
I'm going to think of nothing at all. Bhagavan. <laughs> because when, when the object of thought is nothing, it reveals the content of the thinker, which is Bhagavan. I'm going to talk, Bhagavan. I'm going to be silent, Bhagavan. So it's all, you can't get away from Bhagavan. That itself is a very poignant meditation. You can try it sometimes. You can do Nididhyasana or try to meditate by getting away from Bhagavan. Where will you go to hide from Bhagavan? Not possible. So then, Shatadhanvane means the, the uh, hundreds, hundreds of bows. And the bows are there for what? You know, Paritranaya Sadhunam Vinashayacha Dushkritam. So the bow uh, is the bow and arrow is the bow and arrow of justice here. Social justice because there is a certain uh, santulanam, there is a certain kind of a balance in the universe that cannot be disrupted. And of course the animals don't disrupt the balance. We have to be ashamed of ourselves because we are the only species that disrupts the balance. The oak tree doesn't say, I'm so tired of being in the forest. I want to walk to the seashore and build a house on the seashore and I want to be near the seashore. And, and it just uproots itself and goes and sits near the seashore. Never happens. And then the, you know, and then the other tree, some other tree, you know, mango tree doesn't say, what is this mango, 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 I'm tired. I want to grow bananas. Ah. It, it won't say that. Everything goes according to the laws of Bhagavan. Even the wind blows according to the laws of Bhagavan. The wind blows as though in fear of which law? It, it confirms to the law. The sun rises, you know, in conformity to which law? And Indra, Agni, all these things, Apaha, all these things behave according to whatever their nature is, in accordance to which law? Frightened as though of this bow of the Lord, they all get into place. And the fifth one, which is what? Brityu. Brityu makes everyone run. Brityu runs at the behest of which law? That is the one. You know, we are talking about Bhagavan, Shatadhanvane Tasmai Namaha. Because that law, whenever it's disrupted, by who? Human beings alone. We don't, we don't care. You know, any relationship, we'll be the first one to trample on it. Any kind of uh, something, because all Ragadveshas are so strong. Any dharma, we will trample on it. Anything that can be violated, we will be the first ones to violate. And then we'll tell others also, this is the loophole, this is... <laughs> Come and read my blog. Huh. And that's why you can Google things, like how to rob a bank without getting caught. And then you, you will get answers. Yeah. You will. Of course, don't do it because afterwards... <laughs> yeah. Because supposing... You know, if your computer is, <laughs> is recalled as a witness for something and then they see the search, you know, how to poison somebody and get away with a, and how to rob a bank, all these things are there. 
and then all these you know these serial offenders when they are caught and their computer is taken and they would have done all these searches they would have done these searches we don't know who to we don't know who to be more appalled about that somebody is doing such a search or that all helpful ideas are there on the internet you know well this is a crazy crazy thing only human beings can do this and so bhagwan has the arrow right there and then justice will be served maybe not in the way that you like maybe not in the timeline that you like but asmin janmani janmantare va either in this birth or in other births justice will be done and that justice here is this thousands of bows and arrows ready to fire ready to fire and to help the people who are following dharma to reward them and to by eliminating these miscreants or teaching them a lesson so sahasrakshaya cha shatadhanvane cha namaha then yeah 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 so girishaya cha shipivishtaya cha so girisha giri means mountain so girisha is the one so, so here the the uh, you know it's not girisha it's girisha so girisha is so giri shete the one who abides in all unmoving things girisha you know so giri shete iti we have to take it like that so the one who sleeps or whose presence is is sleeping in the rock correct the one whose presence is sleeping in the rock flying in the bird and complaining in the human being that one <laughs> so that one is called girisha the one who is sleeping means latent latently present because we can make the mistake of saying everything that moves is bhagavan and unmoving is not sachidananda is not brahman that is also brahman so the one who sleeps in the uh, in things like inert things like mountains etc and stavaras you know trees mountains etc all of them unmoving things also has the presence of who ayyo after giving the answer also it doesn't come yeah so already i told you whatever question i asked the answer is ah so girisha also has one more meaning and what is the meaning so giri means human body yeah the one who sleeps in the human body as what as the bird that is not collecting the berries if you've seen that in the uh, you know mundaka upanishad what is that there, there are two birds one is you know very restless and keeps on collecting berries and the other one is simply watching and that is you know one is the jiva and then one is ishvara jiva means ishvara with a complex that's all it is ha ah, jiva is not separate remove the complex you are one with ishvara that's all it is so then here too same thing so this is this is the whole thing that uh, the uh, the one that is the lord of the body giri here is the human body and the this is the, the lord of all bodies and the lord of all uh, uh, beings who are you know not able to express themselves like rocks etc this is what is called girishaya namaha shippi means uh, uh, rays shippi 
So, Shipivishtha means the one who abides as the rays. So, Shipibhihi Vyapnoti and uh, you know, sar- Sarvam Vishati, the, the, that which uh, enters into everything as the shining, self-shining Satchidananda Atma, that at- this is like a Mahavakya or uh, no, it's not a Vakya, it's a Mahasyllable, you can say, a Mahaword and uh, it's a, a revealing the oneness. So that, that which has rays, rays of what? Satyam, Jnanam, Anantam, those are the rays, the, the, the fine, wonderful rays of the Atma. And why does the Atma depicted as having rays? Because it cannot be hidden. Like even if you hide a source of light under a cloth, it, some rays will escape. And even in the black hole, which, which swallows everything, it cannot swallow light completely, some rays will escape. That's what is called Hawking's radiation. Some rays of light escape, so you cannot hide light. And so Atma is all light because it's the revealer of everything. It is the truth of all existence and it is all knowledge. Knowledge is also likened to light, is compared to light. And so in that way, what is happening here? It's all light, it's bright, it's absolutely, you know, the truth of everything and it cannot be hidden. So we cannot complain, Atma is hidden. It is not hidden. In fact, that which makes you say, I don't know the Atma, is Atma. So Shipivishtaya, that which has entered into the whole universe of names and forms and that, that shining thing without which the universe is no longer the universe. That self-shining self alone is there. And so who is this Bhagavan? That without which something cannot be. Shrotrasya Shrotram, ear of the ear, eye of the eye. You know, that intelligence behind the ear, behind the eye that makes you see, that makes you understand everything. And so that is, that is what is the, that is what is talked about here. Very nice, wonderful. Midhushtamaya. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong wrong page. Oh yeah. Midhushtamaya cha ishumate cha. There is, you know, there is no cha ishumate. Cha ishumate cha. So, midhushta. Midhushta means the one who is all resources. Here also means another meaning uh, is most exalted one. Because everyone, everything else is finite in, in the front of whom, that is Midhushtama. Midhvas is the word. So Midhvas, all resources belong to him. So Midhvas, you know, becomes Midhushtama. And, uh, you know, so Midhvas, and uh, it will come again, you know, Midhushe, like that it will come. And uh, so Midhvas, and here Midhvas means all resources, and then the total, totally exalted, in front of which everything is finite because this alone is infinite, limitless, timeless, spaceless, everything. And uh, this is the not bound by what? You know, not bound by space, not bound by time, not bound, bound by being any one object because all objects are nothing but this one alone. So, Midhushtamaya, and then what? Ishumate, 
Ishumate, we have seen before, the one who has a quiver full of arrows. And why is it called quiver? Because the sight of it makes us quiver. <laughs> ah. So, that is, you know, very beautiful. And it goes in a very nice way. And some more things are there. Few more verses are left. We will see tomorrow. Om Purnamada Purnavidam Purnath Purnamadachyate Purnasya Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Om Hari Om